This week, the beautifully complex episodes are all about lessons learned from the 24 expert workshops in this month's free School Struggle Summit, taking place September 28th through 30th, 2023. I always learn so much from our summit sessions, and I'm excited to share it with all of you. I'm posting a short podcast episode each day leading up to the start of the conference, so you can get some quick wins before the deep learning in the summit begins. This is one of those episodes. Welcome back to Beautifully Complex. I want to start by asking you a simple question. What is the goal of kids going to school? Yes, you might have many goals, and that's not a bad thing. But if you had to simplify all of them down into one main goal, what is that goal? According to the United States education law called IDEA, I-D-E-A, the goal of K-12 through education is to prepare kids for further education, employment, and independent living, also known as adulting, right? We've lost a good bit of that in education in the last 60 or 70 years. We don't teach life skills, and we rarely teach employment skills at school now. And those losses have ushered in generations of kids who don't feel the purpose of school other than to go because some adults said that they have to. We worry about kids being disinterested in education and disconnected from learning, but this is precisely why that happens. A lot of the real life stuff has disappeared and no other purpose has taken its place. Kids don't understand why they have to learn long division when they walk around with a calculator in their hands 90% of their day every single day. I can tell you that 30 plus years out of high school, I've never once used trigonometry in my life. And I remember that Columbus sailed the ocean blue in 1492 because it was a catchy rhyme, but not once in my adult life have I used that particular information. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that we should stop teaching all of the stuff that most of us don't use as adults after school. I do advocate for less of that, though. But what I'm saying right now is that we need to get back to teaching kids why they are learning certain things that they're learning. We need to get them excited about learning because all of life is learning. It's one long learning experience. So back to my question about the goal of education. This is important because we get stuck in the minutia and we often lose sight of that overarching goal of education. When a kid is struggling with a learning task or assignment, the very first thing that we should do is ask what the true goal of that task is. The answer is most often to learn about a particular topic and to demonstrate that they've learned about that topic. When you step this far back, it opens up a lot of doors. So let's talk about an example. Let's say a kid has a math worksheet with 40 two-digit multiplication problems, 40 of them. The instructions say that you must show your work and you will be graded on showing your work. Points will be taken off if you do not show your work. But this kid is overwhelmed, struggles with lining up the numbers in these math problems, 
and never writes down any calculations that he can do in his head. Yes, this is my kid. Does it sound familiar to you? These worksheets often incited meltdowns, epic meltdowns. That is until I learned that I had to step back and focus on the big picture, and I had to marry that with what my child needed. I had to marry it with meeting my child where he was. So what is the overarching goal of completing this math worksheet for homework? There's two things, right? One is to practice the process of two-digit multiplication to commit it to memory. And the other is to show the teacher that you know how to do it. You can do it successfully. Does every student need to do 40 of these problems to meet this goal? No. Does every student need to show all of their work to get the correct answer? No. Does every student need to complete the task with pencil and paper? The answer is still no. Should a student have to do all 40 problems when it takes him three hours, but his peers only take 30 minutes? No, that's punishing a student for having a disability. If a student only does 10 of these math problems, completes them digitally, doesn't write out every computation, but still gets the right answers. Did they meet the goal of the assignment? Absolutely, 100%. They practiced the computation and they demonstrated to the teacher that they know how to do it. The modality was different. The expectations were accommodated, but they met the goal of the assignment. This is just one example of the processes that many of our summit experts recommend when working with students with learning challenges. You'll learn a lot more on this topic in the School Struggle Summit, which starts tomorrow, September 28th, 2023. It's free for the next three days, or you can purchase forever access by purchasing a fast pass, which actually is available immediately. You could go today on the 27th and purchase the fast pass and go ahead and dive into these workshops. I hope you'll join us so that we can help struggling learners shine. Go to thebehaviorrevolution.com school to learn more and to grab your free spot. That's thebehaviorrevolution.com slash school. I truly, genuinely hope to see you inside the summit so that you can learn better and do better. That's all we ask. Thanks for joining me on the Beautifully Complex podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and share. And don't forget to check out my online courses and parent coaching at parentingadhdandautism.com and at thebehaviorrevolution.com. Thank you.